Another movie in the Oscar race. Ford v. Ferrari. Welcome to the best movie of the year so far. I'm John Ellis. Glad to have you back. I appreciate you adding this to your podcast listening routine. Be sure to subscribe so you're the first to know these new episodes. We've had a big month of discussing movies in November. Some not so great ones, but many really good ones as well. I've had great feedback from these. I appreciate the conversation online and the discussion. Of course, we still have a lot more movies to come this month and a big month in December as well. Many more conversations about the best movie of the year so far. Now, as I mentioned, we're starting to wind down November. Yesterday, we talked about something that's not even near the Oscar race, but it's a cute enough family movie to check out. That was the newest Lady and the Tramp film on Disney+. Plus. Certainly not a great movie. I'd argue whether it's even a good movie, but it's adorably cute, and it's worth checking out if you have kids, and there's some good scenes in it, so it's certainly a harmless movie. But today, we're back to a more, I guess, serious movie conversation. Today I'm talking about Ford v. Ferrari. In 1963, VP of Ford Motor Company, Lee Iacocca, approaches Ferrari to purchase the company, or at least a dominant partnership. The deal falls through as Fiat steps in and takes over Ferrari, but not before Enzo Ferrari hurls insults about the Ford company, the craftsmanship, and the president at the time, Henry Ford II. Now, Ford hires a new racing team to design a car with the goal to beat Ferrari at the famous 24 Hours of Le Mans. The team was led by one of the few Americans to ever win Le Mans, Carroll Shelby, who can't drive anymore because of a heart condition. So he hires Ken Miles, a hot-tempered British racer and a financially strapped mechanic. Conflicts occur between Miles and his unpolished attitude and the brand that Ford is trying to protect. Now, of course, all this is based on a true story, the 1966 at Le Mans. It only takes a quick Google search to know how it all ends, but I wouldn't do that. I really let this movie wash over you. The ending holds up better when you don't know where it's going to go. Now, Ford v. Ferrari is one of the best movies of the year. It's solid all the way through. It's certainly a movie about car racing. So if you come in just for that, you won't be disappointed. But the film has a lot more to say about corporate greed and money and, and protecting that brand. Plus friendships and its important role in our decision making. Ford v. Ferrari was directed by James Mangold, known for other big movies like Logan, 310 to Yuma, and Walk the Line. It's obvious to say that the race scenes were phenomenal, but it's true. But more than that, he really makes this feel like an old school, epic in scale movie. His gifts and talents are on display and on par with the actual craft that's being displayed on the film. Not to mention the sound and visuals in this movie are tremendous. The screenplay is written by the team behind Edge of Tomorrow and its upcoming sequel. Let's, let's talk about this full, great ensemble cast it has. Matt Damon, he plays Carol Shelby as essentially this modern-day cowboy with swagger, signing autographs and giving big speeches, but also wanting to win at every step of the way. Christian Bell, he plays Ken Miles, and he's like that unpredictable engine, so when it gets too hot, bad things happen. He's mistrusted by the Ford team and the Ford family. He's not playing that corporate game that Shelby plays so well. Although Bale seems to make him very likable, and we are on his side all the way through. And really, he's the heart and soul of this film. It revolves around Bale and this character, and to some extent his son. Noah Jupe 
plays Ken's son, Peter Miles. Jute played in last year's Quiet Place, and he's getting more great reviews from this year's Honey Boy. John Berthal, he plays Lee Iacocca, who essentially comes up with many the ideas to get this mission moving in the direction that goes. Katrina Balfe, she plays Molly Miles, who's been busy with the TV series The Outlander over the last few years. She is a great counterpart for Bell as Miles. She really pushes him and, and makes him go forward. Then we have Tracy Letts, who plays Henry Ford. He's phenomenal in this movie. Not really likable at times, but that's often the point. Now, next week, I have an episode coming on Oscar potential. I mention that because this movie is on the bubble for being a contender in every major award. From a technical standpoint, it's sure to be on the top of the list from for all the non-acting awards. Things like editing and sound mixing and maybe even score. All that was great across the board. But again, we'll talk more about that next week. So hold on to that. Now, one of the better scenes in this film, you may have even seen in the trailer, but it's worth a reminder. Matt Damon as Shelby, having more trouble with Ford and his VPs, is finally able to get Henry Ford II into a race car. From there, he spins and speeds all around the track, or in this case, a airport runway. It's a phenomenal scene, but with a goal in mind, to give Ford a chance to see what actually happens in these cars and how it takes a qualified person to sit behind this wheel. As mentioned, you can obviously Google the outcome of this race and, well, multiple of the races that are in this film. Although I wouldn't do that. That's also not the point of this movie. Where the movie works is not because of the wins and losses. The recipe of the success for this movie, at the heart, is the relationship between Carol Shelby and Ken Miles. That's what makes this a movie you care about. Without that, it's just a racing movie. I mean, a really cool racing movie. But still having that connection or bromance or whatever you want to call it makes it something worth caring about. These two characters speak a language to each other, often that they get from understanding things like wind movements and car hiccups. But it's also clear these two actors also speak to each other as well. There's something magical when they're on screen together. Now, if there's any fear that this is an extended commercial for Ford, no need to worry about that. It's certainly not. In fact, there's an argument to be made that it's an anti-Ford movie. The movie hums with control and precision tuning like a, well, you know, like a race car. Thanks again for listening to today's episode and daily November discussions. I have a great episode lined up tomorrow, and I can't wait for you to hear that one. As always, you can find this episode and all the others on the major channels. Join the discussion online. Let's talk about more movies. You can find me at lsimovies.com and always on Twitter at lsimovies. I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>